0: Hello, hello sister, sister brewers. brewers welcome back to another episode today we have a very special guest calice simone hi calice
1: hi ladies
0: thank you so much for joining us today calice uh, simone
2: is a celebrity psychic medium and a spiritual teacher and we'll leave the rest up to you
1: <laughs> thanks i appreciate it psychic medium yeah that's pretty much all i say when people ask what do i do Psychic <laughs> medium
2: awesome yeah that kind of like you know uh tells you everything you need to know and and spiritual teacher because you do teach a lot of classes as as well on um how to manifest you know and and a lot of different um other things that you have on your
0: website so we'll definitely we'll put it down below in the description so people can you know find you they know where to go thanks Um, so is there anything that you wanted to start off before we get into the questions? If you wanted to say anything to the people that are listening, if not, we can just get straight to it.
1: Oh, yeah. Like um, you mean in terms of things I have coming up, events like yeah,
0: that? Yeah. yeah. Anything yeah. that you'd like to share? Yeah.
1: yeah, of course. I mean, if people are interested in any of the upcoming classes or events that I have, it's listed on my website. And as the lady said, the links will be below um and manifestation healing mentoring helping people develop their own psychic ability it's it's topics like that
0: which is awesome. amazing i think like it could help so a lot of people out there too so i guess Definitely. we'll just get we'll so get straight into, into, into it I'm yeah. so <laughs> let's about so, let's go <laughs> it's like a
2: million dollar question and the fact that you can help us at least you know answer it in, in your own way um i think it's very helpful to to get this out there so um we've had this question i think we go back and forth asking each other like you know if we've read it somewhere or if we've heard it from someone and i feel like we all have different conclusions and there's many um, answers yeah there's many answers there's not like right one right or one wrong um do humans come back only as humans like do we reincarnate as humans or can we come back as plants? animals or insects like my son always says I want to come back as me at this age I don't ever want to come back as a butterfly or something like that when we talk about things like this um so yeah that that's the question
1: yeah that's an awesome question and it is something that when you asked me I had to stop and think about it too Um, It's not something that I've pondered deeply, but after you asked, I thought, let me ask my spirit guides and see what they have to say, because they always give very clear answers. Um, So I did some meditation and I looked into it and it wasn't too far from what I expected. Mm -hmm. And what I expected was them to say, no, once you're a human, you're only a human and then that's it. But actually what I understood is that there are certain, and maybe this kind of overlaps into a deeper topic, but there are there is energy in every living being. Okay. So, you know, it's, it is possible for example, to walk through the forest and talk to the trees. They have some level of consciousness. They have some level of energy that one can interact with. And in terms of animals, insects, and humans, the levels of consciousness vary from being to being. So I asked really, I was really pushing the guides and I said, okay, but if I wanted to come back as like a frog, could I come back as a frog? <laughs> and the answer I received was that we always have free will. And if one really wanted to come back as a frog, one could, but it's uncommon.
0: Oh, I
1: understand there's an element of choice. So it's not like you'll, I, I think we used to joke as kids, like, oh, if you do something bad in this life, you'll come back in the next life as an ant, right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then people will tread on you and it'll be a horrible life and you'll be carrying grain on your back for, you know, days on end in the heat. And um, it's apparently it's not like that. I mean, there is an element of karma to everything that we do. But in terms of reincarnation, if we are a human in this life, generally, we will come back as something similar to that.
2: Okay. But we do have the free will to change that. Yeah. if If we want. Yeah. I and good. I asked spirit,
1: why would anyone want to do that? And the answer I received was to have a bit of fun. But okay. then if you break it down, is it really that fun to be a frog? I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so.
0: We
2: haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I mean, unless you come back as a puppy to a very wealthy celebrity or something
0: <laughs> like that. Never you know you know. Have oh I have
1: a friend and she says she wants to come back as a rich person's dog in her next <laughs> life. That is that is her sole aim. Maybe she <laughs> will.
0: They are living their best, best life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Even most of us, I will I will agree with that.
0: Some of them have like their own separate house. Oh my just gosh, yeah. yeah. They're getting beds.
2: started. So, you know, that's something I'll keep in mind when I go back to where we came from for next time. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I really like that. And now I can finally tell my son that he doesn't have to come back. as exactly. anything else but a human in his next lifetime because he worries about that it's so funny when you think back. yeah I used to worry about that as a kid too like um I don't even know where I even like came up with that question when I was when I was a kid but I've always like wondered and you know like I'd get really like paranoid like oh my gosh yeah I don't want to come back as like you know like you said like an ant or something that's like has a very short life or you can it can be easily taken away from this world yeah. or like um you know butterflies
0: are beautiful but again you know <laughs> it's kind of like the question like is this it for us like, yeah, Is this is the yeah. only form we can come back in but
1: now we know oh yeah exactly so i you know i i understand that we could come back in different forms but the other um, element that came up was this idea that, you know, we travel as part of a soul group. So the people that we interact with in this life are generally the people from a previous life and from a, a life in the future. And if they're all coming back as humans, you're probably going to want to come back as humans yeah, too. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. That's funny because that. yeah, some people, I've, I've always thought like whoever comes into your life, it's for a reason. You've met them before. You've had some sort of connection with them in the past. Yeah. So absolutely yeah like the deja vu moments kind right of. right and especially
2: when you um you know you if something happens you're like okay this has to you know like you just get that like i've met this person that, yeah before. like you've known them for a long time yeah. it's because you have known them for a long time you just don't remember or if you get like a past life reading and you're like oh my god that makes so much sense no wonder i feel like this or no wonder i get so attracted to this um so all those things you know kind of they, they all make sense at the end of the day, part, but yeah. if you have an open mind, obviously, because, you know, um, I you have those people that are like, oh, this is it for me, like, I don't believe in anything else, in anything beyond this, and we always look at each other and say, oh, my God, how sad is that to just think of it like that, you know, then not to have that, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah I remember as a kid people saying like oh you know when you die you die and that's it and you don't come back and it just never sat right with me I was like that can't make that can't be true it doesn't make sense I didn't know anything about spirituality as a kid but then as I got older I was like oh that's why it doesn't make sense because that's just not what happens
2: yeah exactly. in, in my
1: reality that's just not true
2: no, it's yeah. not. I, yeah, that used to get me so depressed as a child, too. And I was like, I just like, <laughs> I don't, to want, to I was I don't like, want to oh die. This is so depressing. I don't want to die like this. I don't ever come yeah. back. I was like, this can be and No, there's no way. So I feel like yeah, at some point yeah. in my life, I got down this path. And now, you know, we know a lot better and a lot more. And, yeah. you know, keeping a, an open mind, if like that helps, too. And it kind of like leads us to our next question, which was, um, you know, when, when somebody passes away, uh, and they choose not, not to come back, um, mm-hmm. can they only come back to visit a loved one? You know, like in the form of like a, a bird. Sign, yeah, know, like something. a butterfly. Or if like if I'd say, you know, like, um, hey, you know, to, to my, let's say my cousin who's passed away or my uncle or somebody, uh, can you please send me a sign that you're up there and you're listening and show me like a red balloon or something right. like that? You know, or like show me a butterfly, yeah. or show me a red yeah. bird or whatever it may be.
1: Um, I think yeah. the the that, first thing oh' sorry, keep going yeah, yeah. No, go ahead.
2: Go ahead.
1: The, I think the first thing to acknowledge in that is that the red balloon is not necessarily your uncle who's passed away, yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah. like yeah. if you say, Hey, uncle, send me a bird or a sign, and then the bird comes, most of the time the bird is not necessarily the uncle in a spirit form. the bird could be influenced by the energy of spirit as a tool of communication to show you spirits around you. In rare cases, there is a scenario where for a flash of a moment, a spirit can look through the eyes of an animal to see you or to see what's going on. I understand this can happen particularly with cats, but also with dogs because Mm -hmm. they are what one might refer to as a multidimensional being, yeah, you know, they're, they're a little more spongy. They're a little more between both worlds than yeah. us humans are. We have a lot more baked in belief systems that keep us very grounded. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Well, fortunately, unfortunately it helps us survive. <laughs> yes, but it's yes, probably sure. less fun than it could be. Um, and so because of that, that is pretty much the only way that spirit can kind of come through those forms okay. to see us. Um, but the bird itself or the balloon is not necessarily the uncle. It is just them in the spirit form showing us the sign.
2: Oh, okay. all right. That makes so much sense because we, I feel like, yes, the balloon obviously is, yeah. not, you know, the spirit and that's more of like a sign or, you know, if you see mm. an angel number or something like that. Um
1: But then to address the first part of your question, like what happens if we choose not to come back? So if we say chose to stay in the spirit world, generally what would happen is, and this is just my understanding of how it works, is that we choose to stay in the spirit world as a guide to the rest of our soul group who will incarnate and come back. So we generally would work as a guide to them. So, you know, considering this life, you've got your best friend or your partner or someone that you just would do anything for maybe it's your mom or your sibling or whoever if one of you has had a particularly rough time you might say look I just want to sit it out this time I just need to rest I'm going to stay in the spirit world you go ahead I'll be your your guide and in that sense yeah in in that sense you're you're not really missing out but you're still learning from the group as a whole
2: I think you were my guide but then I pulled you down I was like I need you down here girl you gotta come down (laughs) (laughs) Might have been that way.
0: I could have changed my mind last minute.
1: I don't know. It was so funny when you were talking before about like past lives and soul connections because it made me think when we're in those relationships, like with a friend or a sibling or even with a partner where we have these arguments, and it's like, gosh have I had this argument? I feel like I've been arguing with you for over 100 years. You literally have. Yeah, you have, have those same arguments with those same people for like hundreds of years. And that's why it can feel so exhausting when you meet your soulmates. Like, oh man, we're still disagreeing on this same thing. Gosh.
0: <laughs> like, Can we not learn from our mistakes?
1: Yeah. Hopefully we do eventually, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, hopefully so we can
1: argue
2: about something different and not get stuck in the
0: same issue. <laughs> it's hopefully something new the next time. So that's awesome though. There. Like the way, because you can obviously communicate with the spirit so you see it in a different way than other people do. So I think that's awesome because it also brings people comfort in the sense yes. of um, anyone that may be experiencing, you know, they're grieving right now and they're like, Well, what's happening with them, right? So I think that's a very comforting way of of looking at the afterlife and yeah, what they absolutely. do for us, right? It's so
2: big because I worked in hospice, and um, it's it's amazing to see that you know towards the end of your life, especially when you've like given, let's say, like six months or three months or even two weeks, and they it's like those people that do believe in are religious or believe in something, you know, whatever it may be. Um, they're so much more comforted than the other people that do not believe in something. And I feel like oh, it really helps them. Um, and so important. I mean, we even have like a chaplain who's called more like a spiritual um, coach. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't matter what religion you you are. You still get that person if you agree to it. And I see the more religious people who believe in something, you know, so somebody just believes in like, you know, there's a higher power. I don't want to give it a name, but I do know that I'm going to a good place. And so the chaplain or spiritual coach, goes in on the last days and it really helps out the whole family kind of yeah. you know you're gonna go to a better place like you are not this is not the end your spirit goes on and all this stuff but then the people that don't believe in it are kind of like you know ah, oh, whatever like this is the end I'm gonna die it's just very depressing for them but also the family so it kind of trickles down you know um and and so I think it's so important for people to have that hope
0: um, mm.
2: of, you know I- like this is not the end
1: Absolutely. I I have observed that religion and spirituality does give a lot more structure to people's lives. It tends to reduce fear and anxiety at critical life points. And even just in general, I, from my personal experience, I've noticed people who have some sort of religion or some sort of faith do tend to appear happier than those that don't. Yeah, Yeah.
2: no, I definitely see it up until, you know, the last days because of um, the field that I'm in and
0: That's amazing. So
2: so beautiful to hold on to that, you know. So, you, I always tell people, hey, even if you don't believe anything now, it's like it's never too late to start to open up your eyes and just maybe find something you you might believe in, you know. You don't have to give it a name.
1: It's it's so so true, though. Yeah, Yeah. because we don't go anywhere. Like, I mean, we change form, but we're still around. Yeah. And, and I love that moment when I'm able to connect uh, someone I'm reading for to their loved one in spirit and they have that moment of realization of, oh, my mom's still with me all the time. Yeah. She's yeah. just not in a physical body. It's just such a beautiful thing to, to watch.
0: Yeah, because yeah, yeah. some people think we just go somewhere and then they're never here with us again, it's kind of like mm. they, they're, we're separate from them. Like that's kind of mm. what they think when that means they're, yeah. they're leaving this earth basically, this realm. But it's nice to know that they're still around.
1: Um, oh yeah, well, they're, they're still as in touch as they were. It's just yeah. you can't see them.
0: Can't see exactly. them exactly, unless exactly.
1: you've got spiritual abilities. Right. In which case, you <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> in a slightly different form. Very
0: helpful, <laughs> exactly. Do you also yeah. believe that there are um, basically family members up in whatever you want to call it that are picked to bring us with them when we pass? Hmm.
1: Oh, like to come and collect us so when it's our time to go. Them, Oh yeah, I've, I've witnessed that. Um, not that I've been around, I mean, you guys would probably know you, you mentioned that you worked in hospice, so you've probably seen more people pass. Um, I've never been physically present as someone's passing. Um, and, but I've seen through the eyes of spirit when they pass, what they see just through readings and through my meditations. And so they show me that it's usually, one of their close family members, whether it's a partner, whether it's a sibling or a family member that comes to receive them. And so because they see, you know, think of it as someone might be in their nineties, they haven't seen their mom in 50 years. Mom's finally in the corner of the room. Oh, mom, I want to go with you. Oh, it's so nice yeah, to yeah. see you. Oh, I so, know. The projection of her image is so enticing that they feel safe and they feel okay to let go. And then there's some sort of reunion party in the spirit world where everyone comes together to welcome that's them.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, because yeah, no, it's no, like no, that, it's that's the last moments are the most vulnerable and I feel like the people who are left on earth are the most hurt and then the ones that are leaving, they just have this total different like calmness that you don't yeah. have when you're living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So –
1: the yeah. way I understand that is that when we're in the physical body, we have a lot of chemicals in our brain, right? So that can influence our emotions. It can influence our state of being and our thoughts. But when you're in a spiritual form, you don't really have those intense highs and lows because you're just a pure spirit. So I really believe that death is much harder on the living than yeah. on yes. the past. Yes, absolutely.
2: I can definitely agree on that. You're not, you're <laughs> not seeing them anymore, no. but yeah.
0: the more you feel, I guess, the more it feels better to you know about the topic of death I guess so yeah no definitely I yeah. feel like you know the like like I said earlier you know the
2: I feel like the more open <laughs> you are about it I feel like the better you know um, you you can handle things things better when yeah. it comes down to to death I mean obviously you're never going to be like 100% you know right like yeah. happy about it it's happening not, but at no least one wants you, <laughs> yeah exactly at least you kind of comfort yourself yeah. If not for anybody else, do it for yourself, kind of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And like so there's mm-hmm. like religion and spirituality yeah. that helps a lot with, um, absolutely easing the idea of death and, and grieving. But with mm. that, um, I feel like death also connects to reincarnation. Yes. So I feel like, um, when we're on this earth and let's say we haven't learned certain lessons or we're breaking like a generational cursor, like a karmic cycle. Like, can mm-hmm. that kind of, can this happen in this lifetime? Or, like, let's say we don't break a lesson. Do we come back to repeat that same mistake, I guess, that we haven't yeah, like, learned in this life?
1: I believe we do. Yeah, I believe that we explore themes over and over until we've conquered them, so to yeah. speak. Oh. Like, and, <laughs> oh, i know just the thought of that is like oh gosh i have to learn patience in four lifetimes like yeah. one wasn't enough you know <laughs> um but yeah it, it is something where the aim of having multiple lives or the aim of having multiple incarnations i i understand is to grow as a soul and to learn those lessons and overcome those themes
2: yeah, so like better break out, so better karmic yeah. cycles
0: now, so you don't have to relive those. <laughs> yeah, do they <laughs> don't you know, the work. Exactly. Work. And can you often see? I don't know if this is the right term for it, but some people use the terms new spirit and old spirit. So, new spirit is, is the spirit who has just come into the, the um, earth realm. And then the old spirit is someone who's been here so many times. Can you see, like, people that have that specific term to them?
2: Like an old soul? Like, an mean, old like soul somebody or says, like an oh, old... you're an old soul, yeah. or um, somebody's yeah, like, it... not sure, they'll say, oh, so that's that's probably, like, you know, their young soul like a, or, a, like, a new soul.
0: Is that a thing? Like, can you?
1: It is a thing. Um right. I, just, I have to think about it because, you know, there's there's what I've observed and then the specific definitions from spirit. So I'm sort of talking to them while I'm talking to you, so I apologize if there's these pauses. Um, look, I know when I sit down with someone if they're a, an older soul or a newer soul. Just, you know, you can feel it in the aura. You can feel the maturity levels. You can feel, okay, they've seen some stuff. Sometimes in this life people have been through a lot and they feel older, but it's a slightly different energy when you're working on an auric level um understanding, hey, does this person seem like they have the patience of two thousand years versus the other person who feels like they are just here for like a blip and only yeah, right. when you you know, all that kind of stuff. Um but I, I guess yes is the answer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I, I, can can know, I can tell the difference. Um yeah. both both souls have pros and cons. You know, the younger souls are super fun. <laughs> and they have a really light perspective on the world and the older souls can be really insightful and really helpful to those of us who are going through transitions that might not understand them and you know need that extra perspective on what we're going through
0: right that's awesome because yeah, no, because some people are like okay you may be 20 years old right now and they're like but you're actually a 28 year old like you have the right, your capacity, maturity like, of a 28 year old mm. so that's kind of where the Question came from
1: because. But here's uh, the other thing, right? Like, the way we're talking right now is in the. (laughs) I, I was hesitating whether to bring this up, but like, in a lot of the physical realm, we sign on to the idea that time is linear and that everything goes in a linear progression. You know, there's the past, the present, and the future, and you can't sort of go back and forth. But as you dive deeper into the realm of spirituality a lot of concepts are presented with the idea that everything exists right now and you can move up and down the timeline. So at one moment you could be your 18-year-old self and at another moment you could be your 85-year-old self just depending on where your consciousness is at at that present moment. So then, you know, you have to think, all right, was that life a past life? Is it a concurrent life? Is it a future life? And it is something that can make your brain sort of turn inside out. So I encourage people not to think too deeply about it if it is too much of a stretch, because at the end of the day, this is the life we're in. This is the one that we're here to explore. This is the only one we really have control over. And if we really needed to know more, it would come up. But for the most part in this life, we only need to know what's presented to us in order to complete whatever journey we're on.
2: No, that's amazing. I feel that, you know, that actually reminds me of those meditations that you do to, like, heal a part of your, like, child um, self or, like, yes. your inner, inner, child, inner mm-hmm. child or, like, yeah. your inner teenager, you know, and you go back in time in the meditation. And I've done this, so it's it's just amazing that you go back to a time that you don't really remember and then it just pops in your head you're like, oh, my gosh, I really didn't need my, you know, like, somebody to guide me in that moment. And I'm like, wow, what if, like, that like I felt better in that moment at like seven years old because myself right now doing the meditation actually came to me and like made me feel okay, you know? So it's like so crazy to think about, but I've heard that you can actually heal the past and then, you know, I guess the future at the same time, I guess.
1: Uh, Exactly. And uh, this is the idea that your present self influences your past self. Yes. Yeah. So that your memories will change according to how you behave now. Mm -hmm. You know, that that meditation that you gave is the best example of that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. no, I, I love it. It's yeah. so intriguing. Yeah, about because it's the to think the about. soul or the body keeps so much that we kind of, we store it, we leave it there and we just move on. So we never kind of mm. go back and kind of process everything that we've been through. Because it's also something, it's like a sore topic because a lot of people have gone through really bad stuff in their life. So yeah. they don't want to touch upon that part of their life anymore. They just want to keep going.
1: A lot of it's held subconsciously too. Like if you consider you go through something super traumatic, but you have to get up and go to school the next day because you're 12 years old and, you know, you don't really have the ability to stay home without getting in trouble or whatever. A part of our brain will file that traumatic event away. And it may come up when we're in our 40s, it may come up when we're in our 60s. And when it's time to process that. It will be released from our subconscious into our conscious and we'll get those flashbacks, those memories, those traumatic feelings. But on a low-grade level between age 12 and age 60, we're reacting to the world through that filter of the trauma we've been through.
2: Right. Oh my gosh, yeah, That just shows you how much something can affect you. So- yeah,
1: something can be held in her. your aura yeah, or your yeah. body for a really long time. Sometimes it can, you know, people believe it can manifest as physical ailments too yes, yes, um, yes, and yes. contribute to certain health conditions and things like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. I love that book, um, you know, The Body Keeps Count or something like that. I think it's called. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, The Body Keeps yeah, Count. The body, it's right, it's yeah. amazing because, you know, it just tells it you. So, you. Yeah, it, it, it's like it has the answer to, to all of that because, you know. Awesome stress you know like i feel like even stress can you know come up as a lot yeah. of different things in your body as well and i mean i've heard you know it's like crazy things to think about that are definitely true it's like your even your dna gets passed on to the next generation so if you've, you've held on to that trauma and not let it go you know your kids will have that your grandkids will have that in their body their system the nervous system you know and so i feel like it's just just for that reason you should want to heal and yeah. to like work through those um, karmic circles, so they don't keep going on and on and on you know and the next lifetime you can just um, be a spirit guide or a cash <laughs> record keeper or <laughs> I mean I've
1: you even experienced ready. that in manifestation when we start to change our belief systems to allow manifestation to come in that it not only will change the belief systems of our future generations like our children yeah. but it also in a weird way changes our parents and our grandparents
0: wow. so
1: I'll have a situation where you know, I'm teaching my students different belief systems about manifesting money. And a lot of like, one of the biggest things people hold on to is, oh, you can only get money through hard work. And sometimes if you are willing to sort of step aside from that and think, well, money can come to me, however, the universe needs to send it to me, you'll start to receive money in different forms. And once I started teaching that to my students and really focusing on it myself, I found that my parents and even my grandparents would start saying really liberal things about money, like, oh, well, the money will be there when they need it. I'm like, wait, that's not <laughs> like you.
0: Why are yeah, you changing as
1: well? <laughs> so it's this idea that, like, everything's interlinked, even if those generations come before or after us. Your change, just from your little point in the middle, will sort of ripple out to affect everyone that's connected to you
0: Absolutely.
1: generationally. Oh, that's true. We've
0: seen that firsthand too. Yeah, story. I mean, it's- we... We've said stuff like spiritually, basically, and we see our parents do, and they're like, wow, like that's actually. That's a way better way of thinking than, you know, whatever they had before. Yeah. Like, and then
2: they'll like start to put that into, you know, effect for the, for their life. It definitely well. does affect
0: others. Yeah. Too. Instead
2: of saying like, you know, money is like, well, money doesn't grow trees or like, we don't, you know, well, money goes to, to rich people. Always, yeah. And, always. Know, right. <laughs> know, yep. That's just, another common we don't one. Live this life, you know, yeah. with money, like we'll, we'll just make do with what we have. And I'm just like, Oh my God, why, why were we taught like this? So yeah. then we started changing our viewpoint on, on that. And, Um, You know, it's so true.
0: You just see it trickle down to to the other generations as well. (laughs) I love it. What do you think the biggest, I guess, blockage in manifestation is? Because I feel like everyone wants their manifestations to be there the next day. So is that like, is that a blockage? Like kind of thinking like, oh, when is it coming? Like, when is it going to
1: be here? Yeah, I mean, um, the impatience factor can push something away because we, (laughs) I call it going down the rabbit hole with my students. So when you get really impatient and you're like, where is it? Uh," One of the things that's sort of happening subconsciously is you're doing the whole, oh, it works for everyone else, but it doesn't work for me. I'm special, (laughs) you know, and it's like, dude, this is a universal law. It works for everyone and by going down this thing of it doesn't work for me, you're pushing away the thing that you want. So I always say to people, you don't have to be less negative. Like you don't have to be positive all the time. Like, oh, it's going to work, it's going to work because a little part of your brain that doesn't believe that is going to start rebelling against you. So I encourage people to say, okay, I don't know if it will work, but let me just see. Khalees said it could work, maybe it could work. And so if you can just be neutral, that's enough. Because then all the other positive stuff you've put into place can allow that thing to come to you. I find the biggest thing that is somewhat of a blockage to people when manifesting is fear. It's the idea of what if I actually get the thing that I want? What if I actually have to be the CEO of that company? What if what if I try and it doesn't work or what if just any, I can't even begin to imagine some of the things that people come up with. And it's always hilarious when we share them um, because we find, you know, like, wow, why do I even think that? Um, And something that you really want, sometimes there's a part of you that actually is terrified to have it, which is why you haven't taken steps towards it already and why you don't already have it. That tends to be the thing that I can boil down pretty much every students blockage to is some form of fear
2: yeah no absolutely yeah and I feel like the, mm-hmm. the, the manifestations have worked for me when I've like believed in it and not kind of um and it could just let go like I feel like when I just let go of the timeline or let go of like the way that is going to happen or the outcome that's when things happen and it actually happen better than what I previously or like first imagined it would yeah. and then I'm like oh, no wonder this didn't work out because this was in store for me, you know? So it's like, it's, yeah. just, it's just so beautiful the way that the unif- universe works. And if we just get out of its way, I think you'll do a lot better. <laughs> I think
1: one of the funniest examples I can, I mean, it's not super funny, but um, I grew up in Australia, which is why I have an accent. I live in the US now. Um, yeah. In Australia, we don't really use paper checks. I'm looking to my right because I've got all these paper checks with me. <laughs> all of these checks uh, manifestation checks. And that's why I keep them on my desk to just sort of remind me like, hey, money can come in any form. Mm-hmm. So um, when I was first learning about manifestation, I would read all these people saying like unexpected checks in the mail. I'm like, how am I ever going to receive that? We don't even have checks in this country. That's so weird. <laughs> and then as I spent longer in America and I started to receive checks and, you know, like have to use them and all that stuff, I thought, oh, well, what if it's true? And then I forgot about it. And now that I'm deep in my manifestation work, they come all the time. This has nothing to do with my career, nothing to do with my income. But once I put the energy out there and just kind of let go, as you said, with no expectation of the outcome, it all started to flow in. And then now that I've received a random unexpected check in the mail, that now creates a new belief system in my mind that, oh, that's something that happens to me. That's yeah, something that yeah. can happen, and that's something that's normal. And once you get to the vibration of that's something that's normal, it becomes a part of your reality.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely. And then you don't right. have to
1: do the work, it just flows from there.
2: Yes. Yeah, the work is done. You only have to do that
1: work once in your life, and I then you're set. I
2: definitely, yeah, no, no, I definitely need to take one of your manifestation classes because I. Every time you post, especially what your students are saying, I'm like, oh, my God, I
1: need to take that. Exactly. exactly. We were talking the other day, this one student, she says, I will take your class every – this is actually a few people have said versions of this. She said, I will take your class every single time because every time I take your class, I get a pay raise at work. So the class just pays for itself.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I
1: was like, it's true. It's true. The people, like they make multiples of their income and it's literally just working one on one with people and as a group to open each other's perspectives on what is actually possible that seems to be the core of the work that that we do and it, it helps everyone
2: I love it
1: well, yeah. it's, it's amazing and so
2: yeah come and join <laughs> no. oh, yes, yeah. 100% my <laughs> we're to do so
0: big on manifestation so we're uh, trying uh, to find like new ways it, to do it, it basically it. no i mean like the powers in your hands yeah, or you know? exactly. like, oh, in your mind sorry literally within <laughs>
2: literally within you just we just gotta tap into it but yeah, that's, yeah that's all yeah. that's missing and i know it sounds yeah. all like um cheesy but it's like the, you have the power to change your life you know live the life that you want it's just we're not it's tapping.
1: true though like even if you don't realize you're doing it you're manifesting 24 7 manifestation yeah. doesn't stop working it's like gravity you know, gravity doesn't switch off when we go to bed.
0: I exactly, should wake exactly. up on the ceiling.
1: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but like manifestation works 24-7. So you may as well put positive thoughts out there than let yourself go down these rabbit holes when you don't even realize you're doing it. It's such a waste of opportunity, you know. So just that initial reprogramming, now, while you're still young, while you've still got lots of time, even if you do this in your 60s, great, the next chapter of your life is going to be even more awesome. Yeah. But the moment you change it and bring more positive thoughts and more positive actions into your life, the easier you, the rest of your life is going to become. That's
0: Absolutely. true, especially the words that we speak into existence. Like we mm-hmm. say something, but we don't realize the amount of power yes. those words have. Yes. So definitely I get horrified
1: that. at some of the things. Yeah. You know, there was that trend, I think it was like in – 2010 where everyone was like I die oh my god and I was like no no don't say that
2: don't I say know, that like, I... I know you know, it's so funny <laughs> yeah. the other day um, my friends and I have like this group chat on you know we send each other like funny reels and we're just like oh my god I'm dead like you know when we're laughing yeah and the other day I was like "Ooh, wait a second why oh, are we saying this I'm like oh, I just like I just realized that I've been saying this um <laughs> <laughs> <It's, lying."
0: laughs>
1: This is super old school, but I think it was Bruce Lee that had a quote that said, "Your words are casting spells amazing. on your life." Yes, and that he said, "That's why it's called spelling, yes. because you're casting spells."
0: Wow, so I, like, I love
1: that. Yeah, that really stuck with me when I read that. I was like, yes. oh, "That's I'd something to that. remember."
0: I try to just go for like a good LOL instead of a "Oh my yeah. god,
1: I'm dead." <laughs> of <laughs> of like, yeah. Oh my god. This made me laugh so hard. Not not a <laughs> bit not a bit change, but enough of a change that your health might improve over the next few months and years exactly. just from that little change. <laughs> oh my yeah.
2: god, I miss gonna... small things like that. But um, oh, I was I to ask you before I forget yeah. um, because I want like I told you before we we booked um, the podcast meeting. Uh, I wanted to book a reading, but I was wondering, do you do like end of year readings? So let's say like to kind of like um, do more like a general reading for the year to come.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. You can definitely do that. And it's a very popular thing that people book December and January time. They're like, okay, I need to know what's going on in the year ahead. And then we break it down month by month, significant events, energies. And the thing about a reading, like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people might come to me and say, oh, I'm really scared. What if you see something bad? And I'm like, well, if we know it's coming, then you can take action now to change it.
0: True. Exactly.
1: And, That's so you know, funny. like That's I'm not going to lie to you and say it's not there, but yeah. most of the time we don't see bad things. But if something comes up that you don't prefer, let's find out about it now so you can change yes. it before that time comes.
0: Yeah. It's like we don't want to hear that stuff either, too. You know what I'm saying? We're scared to hear the bad stuff, even though it's a part of life. But when you look exactly. at it that
2: way, I feel like it's so much you makes me feel so much better. Like, yeah. Oh, actually, I can, you know, it's something that we, if
0: we can change it. Yeah, like now you said, and... you can put an end to it. Exactly. You can, you
1: know? or, or like, well, let's you know. also pull back even further from that and say, okay, everything that happens in our life is just an event, whether it's good or bad is up to us. It's our yeah, perspective. So we can look at something and say, wow, that's the worst thing that's ever happened. That was a terrible event. That was such a misfortune. Or we can say, oh, my God. That was an opportunity for me to change, to change my perspective, whatever it is. Yeah, so yeah. if everything in life is neutral and it's what you do with it or how you respond to it that matters, yeah, then yeah. there really is no such thing as a bad event. Exactly. It's just how, yeah. like, just think you're surfing waves. Waves are always going to come and it's yeah, how yeah. you surf them that determines the outcome. Exactly.
0: exactly. No, that's so important. It's the power of how you take certain situations in your life. Because I feel like if something bad were to happen to us we're always like well how come that always happens to me like why yeah. are all the bad down the rabbit hole yep me? yeah <laughs> and <you're> just <laughs> up a hole
1: why me? social media is so bad for that too because we're like oh my god she's she's in the bahamas and this person's just getting married and oh, and okay. i just got bad news and you know <laughs> just it's so easy to do yeah, yeah it's it's we, we're always right. we just want more and more yeah. we don't see
0: what we already have exactly yeah. I mean, when you focus
2: on that your whole perspective yeah. just shifts and it's so funny brother, because I the first time so I met police in um, Salem Massachusetts for the first yeah. time and um, we had come twice with my friends on that trip and we were so funny the first time they did the reading but I stood out because of that fear I hadn't seen and the, the reason is because I hadn't seen a psychic in a very long time um, yes. last time was because I had seen a psychic I was like a teenager you know my friend and I were just Going by the skate park, and we're like, Oh, you know, we read somebody's a psychic, and we called her, and then she answered, and we hung up because we got scared, and then we called her again.
0: <laughs> she was like, Why are you the one calling
2: We're like, Oh, oh my God, God, God. how did she know it's not going to call them? Well, because we just called two minutes ago. And <laughs> it's so,
1: and, yeah, it's a caller ID
2: so they were like oh, let's just go inside and so you know she's just a lot of like she was very like fear-based so it was a lot of like oh don't do this because this is gonna happen Or like uh-huh. I don't have three kids because one of them is gonna have two heads or like you know like, <laughs> like and i was like oh my god so i was like terrified for life and um so this was like many years later and <laughs> so they're like oh let's see a psychic and i was like oh i don't know i'm really scared and i got this like i wanted to vomit like that's how my anxiety was just like oh, wow oh. i was like oh i don't know if i can do this so i didn't do it and then the second year we came back you were there again and they went in and i was like you know what i'm just gonna brave this i'm just gonna go in for it let's just you know um and, and i said you know if anything i could just say i don't want to hear anything bad." <laughs> So I forgot obviously to say that, but um, it was just like your presence just made me feel so calm and like, I don't know, you just have this like energy about you that like, just makes you feel so calm or you like feel safe. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So I just kind of like let go of my guard and I was like, yeah, no, fully open, just read me, you know, just go for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't recall you being freaked out. Um, So I think that's also the other thing is if you, even if you are a bit scared, you can still sit down and do a reading, but If anyone's ever thinking like, oh, who should I get a reading with? I would encourage them to look for someone who's certified or part of a spiritualist church or has formal training, because there are people out there who are very fear-based and can give you a bad experience. And then if you've had a bad experience, that doesn't mean another experience is going to be bad. Um, You should walk away from a psychic reading, feeling empowered, feeling excited about your life and feeling informed
2: exactly and that's yeah. exactly that's how so i thought when yeah. i left that reading because that energy stayed with me for months and i mean there was something going on in my life at the time that i was like oh, very like confused and after our reading i was just like oh my gosh i just like felt like i was on cloud nine honestly to be honest with you <laughs> oh, um, it was just it was amazing and like i just and i remember calling my sister and my mom and they're like wow your energy has changed like you just seem so like you know so light like we just see like this light you know you're just very happy and um so i think it was just a great experience um when wow. I, you know one other thing that stuck with me was when i first said i were like oh were you driving here with your friends and i mean we were like seeing you know like we were you had no idea that we were friends so you're okay like, oh, you're driving here with your friends and like there was something going on with the radio mind you, we had trouble. We couldn't listen to music on our, it's like an hour and a half drive. So we're like, oh my God, we're stuck with no radio. The whole drive, I don't know, something was going on with the radio in in my friend's car. And you had picked that up. (laughs) He said, there's something going on with the radio. That's amazing. And I was like,
1: it's so funny what comes in a reading. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, Um, you know, it's those little things when someone's reading for you and they're like, oh, hey, I see you having trouble with a radio. No one can look that up on Google. No one can look right. that up on LinkedIn. Yeah. Like no, no one. That's how you know you're dealing with someone who's actually psychic because they're yeah. gonna tell you stuff that's kind of insignificant but really accurate.
0: Exactly. exactly.
1: That's the kind of thing you need to look for. Yeah, <laughs> and, it it pulls you
0: and you're in. like, okay, well here we go. Like, right,
1: no. yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, all right. What else do I need to know? What What else is coming up? Tell me more.
0: Yeah, don't do it. When
1: we connect, stuff. and oh yeah. Exactly. When, when we connect and we do those readings, I'm opening up the energy to the spirit world. So I'm receiving this wonderful like hug from spirit. You're receiving the hug from spirit. So for you to walk away with that glow you were talking yeah. about, that's that makes a lot of sense because you received that boost of frequency from the spirit world. And it, it really does change you forever in a really positive way.
2: It does. And I think after that, I started getting more and more into the spiritual um, you know, world and oh, I feel I like it was after that reading that I really kind of went back. Because as a child, I was, like, really into these things. And, like, I used to, like, I just remember manifesting things out of nowhere. And I just didn't realize that until, like, now I think back and I'm like, oh, my God, I was actually manifesting. And I didn't even know. Um, yeah. So like it just, like, awoke something in me um, that I had just buried for a long time. So I think it was it was an amazing reading for sure.
1: oh. Awesome! I'm so glad to hear that. When awesome. we do raise our frequency, we naturally manifest amazing things. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that that's another thing for everyone to try at home. Just the more situations you can put yourself in that make you feel good, the more magical your life will become.
0: Yeah, it's yeah like it's putting so it's on your real, favorite song and you yeah. just like feel
2: so nice and light, and you no, know, it it just is, like, yeah. gives, like good energy. Because so <laughs> when
0: you leave a psychic that makes you feel like you can't do anything in life, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to go back. But when you leave a psychic that really, it's kind of like. I feel like sometimes psychics are kind of there to give you advice on how to yeah, change like guidance, what yeah. you can do to kind of bring your life into something yeah. better. So, if, so that's not how you're reading anything. You yeah, you're yeah. exactly. There's yeah. A, just,
1: a, a reading yeah. should give you tools to move yeah, forward. It should exactly. be empowering. It, it shouldn't be something that drags you down. I mean, even I've had readings with friends, sometimes we'll exchange readings and um, if it's someone I know and I trust, I'm more willing to do it, but Sometimes it's someone who's like, "Hey, hey, I really want to read for you," and I'm like, "Okay, you can read for me," and I just walk away feeling awful. And I think, man, yeah, that's yeah. the last time I do that. I, yeah, I've got yeah. to stop just because a, a, a not great reading can make you feel really awful that's for true. a while. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's, it's like you're you putting your energy into it as well, you know, and like you're walking away from yeah. that, but you've like left your energy there. Or like, yeah. if you're, is there like a timeline maybe that you should wait between your readings as well? Or like, are you? that energy consuming or it doesn't really matter
1: well what i tell people that i read for is you know if i've read for you and we've looked deeply into a topic maybe give it six months or 12 months and before you ask the same questions again now if new questions and new things that come up you can book anytime but try to avoid a situation where um you might be asking the same questions over and over only because yeah like every week like am I going to pass my exam and then the next week am I going to pass my exam and it's like (laughs) well we already looked at that last week and if you keep asking it's sort of like I'm wasting your money you're wasting time you know like that it's not really helpful Um, and then there may be a situation where it's to do with an anxiety about a situation coming up, you might be better visiting a therapist instead of a psychic, even though psychic readings can be so healing. If it's something where I feel like, hey, this might be better addressed to a therapist, I will explain that to the person and, you know, ask them to come back a little later on. But generally, if it's something new and things are changing, oh, my God, come back, like, no problem. If I feel that it's not the right time, I'll let you know and we can reschedule.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to scheduling my end of the year. So I'm, like, I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. it's almost end of the year. Can you believe it? That We're four months away from the new year. Exactly. So I'm like, let's kind of like start fresh and see what's going on in the next year. I think I'm Yeah, you know, to see that A so. really
1: good reading should last you at least a year. You Know you should get enough out of a reading, and that's not you, that's the reader. Like, the reader should give you enough that for an entire year you can hold on to those answers and you don't feel like you have to question everything that's going on,
0: right? Yeah, right. That's, oh, true. that's actually very true. Yeah, that's I why guess. I like the readings that go by the month, so yeah. you kind of have something to wait for. That yeah, yeah, so <laughs> you see yeah. something to look forward to. Yes, yeah, exactly. I love it. Well, you've literally answered all the questions that we've like had I, question marks I, on. This this a really? Talk.
2: That's
1: amazing.
2: I love that we got into like, um, you know, death is such a um, taboo topic for yeah. a lot of people or cultures. And I feel like we've really um, shed like a really positive light yeah. onto that um, mm. with, with this um, interview that we did today. So I'm really happy about yeah, that. And yeah. hopefully people will find it interesting as well and i said hopefully no i'm making a statement people will find it interesting let me rephrase that
1: i think they will i think they will yeah. if we found it interesting then the people yeah, that yeah. are into this will probably find it interesting too yeah
0: absolutely there's some pretty interesting topics too so i think yes it will be good yes. it will be good yeah well, if you have anything that you would yeah. like to share towards
2: the end um feel free yeah. and otherwise yeah
1: if Absolutely. If anyone wants to book with me, they can book a reading on Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Simone. And my next class that's coming up is in September. It's for money manifestation, prosperity and abundance. So that is really exciting. It's my favorite class to teach and it does sell out. So if it's something you're interested in jumping on, then go onto my website. You can find it under the events tab.
0: Yes. Everyone, awesome. please go check out Khaleesi. Yes. You're amazing. Thank you so oh, thank much. You. We Appreciate it, and we've had so much fun today yes. being with you. You
2: will walk out of the reading feeling like you're a cloud nine. Yes. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Khaleesi. Awesome. Thank you. So much thank for you. Time. Great to see you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye.